Hi, I'm Laura Von Holt. And I'm Alex Gershney, and you're listening to Astrology Zoned, a Susan Miller fan podcast. Susan Miller reads the stars. We read Susan Miller. Hello, Alex. Hi, Laura. Um, I How feel, are you? Well, thank you for asking, because I was just, I feel like the BBC at around whatever, two o'clock today, <laughs> when... I was just watching BBC over lunch and then like the screen did some weird things and then it went black and then a man said that the queen had died and then the screen went black and then they played the announcement again. And I was like, the broadcasting mess up like what, but he said it three times. So I knew that the queen had died. It was a big day today. Yeah, it was a big day. Um, so yes, as you can tell everyone listening to this, we are recording this on the day that Queen Elizabeth II has passed away peacefully at home at Balmoral. Um, yes. And Susan Miller has not commented on this topic yet, so Alex and I are going to try to step into her shoes and address the astrological implications of this Susan Miller, world event. Susan Miller doesn't often comment on current events. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this is one that so, she might, because she randomly did, somebody died and she randomly did their astrology. And I was like, surely the queen, Lawrence. I don't know. I but, don't know. but yes, Susan has not weighed in. So Laura and I will make up for that. Yeah. So Alex looked up the astrology of the queen. Alex, please share. I did. I just thought, you know, I was reading the BBC. I was trying to, I was sitting at work trying to figure out what was going on. And I thought, what is this woman's zodiac sign? So I looked it up. She was born on April 21st, which puts her right on the cusp of Taurus and Aries. Wow. Yeah. So it's very interesting. So I think I said this before on the podcast, but when I was listening to one of Susan's many clubhouse appearances, yes, <laughs> she was, she fielded a question from someone who was on the cusp of signs. And Susan addressed the fact that people who are born on the cusp often feel that they don't belong to anything. They're, you know, they're not one thing. They're not the other thing. They don't know what's going on. And the way that Susan phrased this was that the people on the cusp feel that there's feel that they're nobody's baby. Oh, they could be either or. Oh, but in fact, they're everyone's baby because wow. they get both. But literally the queen is everyone's baby, like the everyone's grandmother is- and everyone's baby. Right. And I okay, just think it's wow. very interesting that she is both. And I'd love you to weigh in, you know, as a Taurus, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but Taurus and Aries is a very interesting combination because Aries to me, frankly, I'm a little afraid of Aries. Mm -hmm. They're like, they want to be in charge. Mm -hmm. They want to be at the top. They can be kind of aggressive. They Mm want to tell you what to do, Mm -hmm. but I think you need that. Yeah. When you're queen, clearly. Yeah. 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 You know, you need to have that kind of ambition and that desire to be in charge and to be the one who's making the rules and giving the directions. Yeah. Right. But then that was tempered also with Taurus. Mm -hmm. Well, see, and I think the thing is the word that I've been hearing all day long on the BBC about the queen is that she's steady and constant. And that to me feels very much like a Taurus trait. Like, very grounded, like she was all about duty and routine. Taurus's love routine. They hate change. You know, they like things to be reliable. 
Um, and also the fact that she was such a nature person and just wanted to be like outside of Balmoral all the time with like the mud and the dogs. Um, and like, that was her preferred. She wanted to be like away, just doing her thing on, on the like Scottish moors or whatever highlands, whatever you call them, like out in the field. Um, and then also that she like was a mechanic though, during world war two, like part of that feels like very stubborn tourists. Like I'm just going to fix these things and drive my car the way I need it. But also like a little bit of Aries energy there that they're like, I will make it work. Don't you worry. <laughs> like I'm going to yeah, like, I'm going to work like everybody else works during the war and I'm going to be a mechanic. <laughs> yeah and I'm yeah. on top of this and I'm yeah. in charge and like it will the yeah. car will run again yeah but yeah. the thing that also um that struck my mind when you said she's on the cops of Aries and Taurus is the thing that's been very interesting to me about the queen is the idea that she was actually never supposed to be queen um you know that she only came up the line of succession when her uncle abdicated because he wanted to marry Wallace Simpson also a Nazi um, and so then her father, Queen Elizabeth's father, then was suddenly had to become king and that put her as his heir and the, you know, next in line for the throne. And she had been prior to that time kind of expecting more of like a quiet royal wife, like she was just going to do whatever she wanted to do and live in the countryside. Um, and then her father unexpectedly, you know, having been like the spare for so long and also like, you know, um, uh, King Edward had been such a, uh, like, I don't think it was kind of like a showboaty person. Like he definitely was like popular and had like charisma and things. And then it seemed like her, you know, her father is famous for having a speech impediment and being like more reserved. And, um, so Queen Elizabeth was, you know, kind of set up to have a quieter life and then was like by, you know, very much because of duty and obligation going to steer towards, um, a life of service. And I think that's very interesting that she's also on the cusp of Aries and Taurus, that it's like, what are you going to draw from? Which, you know, where do you belong? Are you, whose are you? Are you no one's or everyone's? And that seems like very much in line with the push-pull of like her private uh, life and her public life um, and how like her life was as private as she could keep it, but her children's lives were not. And also this, like, you know, um, I feel like this is a tour. Well, maybe that's more of an Aries quality, but they've been talking on the news all day about how she was like the first monarch who was like really available to us because she came up in the age of media. So she was like the first coronation that was televised. Like we've had so many moments of her on TV and documentaries and films and so many um, chances to know, to feel like we know her or see her. She's so visible and that is, I don't know, that feels kind of like a, like a little bit of a tourist thing too. Absolutely. Yeah. That, yeah. That, yeah. I mean, Susan's constantly telling you every month about mm-hmm. your house of honors, honors, and achievements. achievements, awards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Honors, achievements and awards. Yeah. I feel like the other signs rarely get that. And I think yeah. that's an interesting point. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, now when we talk about Taurus, I will see if there's anything like more relevant to the queen, but I, that doesn't strike anything now, but you know, what's your horoscope the month you die? It's just a weird, a weird thing, right? Like, yeah, I, mean, I don't know if the queen read horoscopes, but like, what do you do when you read the horoscope the month? Like, you don't, you're going to die that month. Like, oh, what's in store for me? Right. Did it make, did it, like she died before the full moon and she died before Mercury in retrograde, which I think we want to talk about. Right. We do. Yeah. I mean, she died, as Susan would say, in the shadow mm-hmm. of Merc Retro. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, and Susan's fairly convinced that the the couple days before and after Mark Retro sort of have the same effect mm-hmm. as the rest of Mark Retro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it is very interesting in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't and the full moon is coming up. So one thing that we've been saying and we are not alone is that it feels really weird to say King Charles. Like the fact that like when they said on the BBC they were like the queen has died. The king and the queen consort will remain at Balmoral tonight. I was like, who's the king? What king? What's king? <laughs> like, who's the king? Yeah. Like, I went, what's, oh, Charles. <laughs> like, like right. there was, it's like, I'm so used to, like, I'm so used to hearing the word the queen that I'm like, who's like, there's a king? <laughs> like, yeah. Who is this person? Who is this king? <laughs> I also feel like I saw a lot of articles that were focused on the fact, and maybe it was just because it's kind of like an interesting thing, but, you know, that Charles could choose a different name as his, like, official name. Yeah, the regnal name. Mm -hmm. Yes. I was wondering if it was coming from the fact that everyone is sort of uncomfortable with King Charles. Totally, totally. Well, there's also some, like, dodgy history of, like, former King Charles, so, like... Yeah, it gets it gets a little messy. Um, I didn't do all my research on the former King Charles. I just remember a lot of Scottish jokes being like, Bonnie Prince Charlie was King Charles III if you're a Jacobite. So I don't know. Um, awkward.com with the Charles. But he he's going for Charles. Which, I mean, at his age, like, could you really change your name, right? Like, It's a little that's, late. For that's a little, invention. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, although, oh, no, I guess Queen Elizabeth's father was much younger when he... Um, came to the throne. Um, yeah, so it's a little bit weird to hear King Charles and Queen Consort. And I definitely have, like, a lot of feelings, like, okay, so we're just going to be, like, this is a safe space if people have tacky feelings. <laughs> okay, here's That's my, right. <laughs> here's my tacky feeling. Uh, so today, like, as they were saying, like, oh, you know, there are all these titles are changing. Like, now William is the Duke of Cambridge and Cornwall, and eventually they'll have to do an investiture to give William the Prince of Wales title and, you know, like everything's switching and this is how the succession goes and all these like little things are changing. And I'm like, Oh my God, they have to reprint all the money in all of like all of the countries that have her face on it. And I was like, I have to save my Canadian money. Cause I want to like keep that money with her face. And, um, and then I was thinking that the last time I went to Buckingham Palace was in 2019. And when you finish the tour and you kind of come out to the, um, there's like a big terrace and you no know, lawn. And there is this huge life-size um, picture of the royal family on the balcony for Trooping the Color. And you can stand next to the queen and like have your picture taken like you're on the balcony. And I was like, oh, this is one of those many awkward things that is going to have to change. And then people are going to like, they're going to come out of the palace and you'll be like, of course I'm going to take my picture next to the queen. But it's like, Charles is supposed to be like the one we think about and pay attention to. And like, I'm like, are people, they're going to still want their picture with the queen. Like, I don't think they're going to want their picture with Charles. They're not going to be like, Oh yeah, let me stand next to Charles. <laughs> like, you know. Um, and I was like, Oh, that's such a great photo op. And like, they're going to have to take it away. And then, and then, I was also saying that, like, when I went to Buckingham Palace gift shop, I was like, oh, my God, this tea towel with the queen's face, this crown thing, like everything with the queen's face, I wanted it. And I was like, I can't really imagine going to the Buckingham Palace gift shop and buying a tea towel with, like, Charles and Camilla on it. Like, I'm not going to, that's not going to be my favorite. (laughs) I think all those gift shops are going to have to have, like, 
they'll have the Charles and Camilla stuff. Yeah, they have I think to. they'll all have like a separate section that's For the like queen. where you can still buy the stuff for Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, and I think there's gonna be a ton of Queen like in memorial stuff. I'm sure there'll be a lot of merch. I did notice the royal shop was closed today. Uh, but it's like those kinds of little adjustments are going to be, I think, like the whole time is the whole time the queen dies is always going to be weird because she's been the queen forever. And it's such a huge global adjustment. It's a huge adjustment for the national identity of the UK, um, you know, and the Commonwealth like as well. And I mean, just the, the British Empire has like infected every part of the world. <laughs> like So like globally, it's like a mind boggling to think that she's dead. But there's so many little oddball things that you're going to be like, oh, it's not the queen anymore. Oh, like, it's the king or like Charles is the one, you know, like, that's just so wild. Absolutely. And, uh, and then to have it happen in the shadow of Mercury Retro, you and I were just saying that like, they are saying it takes like probably 10 days to two weeks for all of the like, the funeral to happen for all of the transition, like for, you know, with the like government stuff and then also like the monarchical stuff. And that's all going to happen in the shadow and during Mercury retrograde. I think that's so interesting because I think the public's reaction was always going to be weird. The public perception was always going to be weird because everyone's like grieving and like feeling weird, you know, and some people are like, you know, some people are feeling today like kind of jubilant about it because the queen also represented a lot of like horrible things about colonialism and the monarchy. And then other people are like, you have to respect her. She's a dead person. So there's like already this push and pull in like the public discourse and people are going to be weird anyways because it's a weird thing to have happened. But then to have it all happen in like Mercury retrograde, I think it's just going to be a wild time and communication is going to be tricky and the way things are le- the way things are leaked are already weird i was watching the bbc and the new prime minister said something about king charles and charles hadn't announced his name yet and i was like that's so merc retro it's so merc retro that like somebody else like announced his name be- before like charles got his name out that's kind of unbelievable. That yeah, with all the protocol, right? Like, that's right, still managed to happen. Right, that seems very Margaret. Right, people are like, oh, what's your name going to be? Oh, and then she said it in the thing, and they're like, oh, I guess that's what, like, you know, but he hadn't made the announcement yet, but the prime minister was making her statement. Um, so yeah, and she also, I think, was making a couple. Well, she just got to be the prime minister two days ago. Like, it's so wild too that like one day the queen is, you know, accepting the new prime minister, and then forty eight hours later she's passed away. So yeah, I think the whole I thing know. is going to be weird, anyways. But it's going to get weirder the way things are people, the way things are coming out. Even though they're following a very strict protocol, I think just the public's engagement with all of this is just going to be weird. The merch, the memorial merch, is going to be wild buck wild out of control out of control yeah out of control it's true it's very interesting yeah the it makes you feel like like you were saying with Taurus like Mm -hmm. this this commitment to like duty and um doing what's expected of you and all that kind of stuff it's kind of like she she really hung on yeah to see this prime minister yeah through yeah she was like Boris Johnson okay I can get one more <laughs> <laughs> she's like let me end this on a good yeah. note and let she's me like, see this woman through I'm gonna do my birthday I'm gonna do the platinum jubilee I'm gonna get another prime minister okay <laughs> yeah those are the things I yeah. need to get done okay. like let me make my Taurus list yeah and like we'll be okay we'll be okay yeah, yeah. um yeah, and also very much a tourist that she was at Balmoral, which is like her favorite, favorite, favorite place. And she was like, "Oh yes, okay, here." Like she's, they had all these plans for like Windsor, Buckingham Palace, and she's like, "No, my house, 
like my most comfy, cozy house. <laughs> like, yes, where she's the- like, yeah. exactly. Yeah. The nature is here. Yeah, Thank the you, love here. you. The Operation yes. Unicorn. Yeah, Operation Unicorn, which if you guys don't know, the code for like how the protocol goes when the queen dies is Operation London Bridge. But because she is was in Scotland when she passed, it's Operation Unicorn because Unicorn is on the Scottish flag. That's why it's, it's not because she's like sparkle rainbows. It's like traditional <laughs> unicorn <laughs> it is i like yeah. to think that it's because totally. of sparkle rainbows yeah, but. but no i think it's yeah <laughs> um okay so we have some good we have some well alex and i have a fantasy it's not good news it's a fantasy <laughs> okay okay so the queen has a lot of corgis and we, I, I had read that she had been you know not getting any new ones because she didn't want to like leave all these pets you know behind when she died it's, it's always so sad pets when their person passes and they don't you know you can't talk to them but in our mind there are still some corgis and some dorgies and megan's gonna take them in california and then there's gonna be like chickens and corgis in california and it's gonna be really a really good time and ellen degeneres is gonna be like oh my god i love hanging out with my my chickens and my corgis in california (laughs) yes and then will and kate's children are gonna be in touch with their cousins who are gonna be like you gotta come here. We've yeah. got dorgies and corgis <laughs> and chickens, and it's so great. Yeah. And then, like, and then Charlotte is gonna be like, uh, it's so weird in England. And they're gonna be like, yeah, you need to come to California and hang out with the corgis and the chickens. <laughs> Charlotte's gonna be like, I cannot take these brothers no. anymore. She can't take any brothers. She can't take the one cameraman following her to school. Like, poor girl. She's like, so they only just changed the law so I could like be in line for the throne. And this is like really dumb. And Lil- Lilibet's going to be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's going to be like, Char, come over here. It's really fun. Yeah. Much better. There's yeah. lots of sunshine. Yeah. And yeah. And like, you'll enjoy yourself. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be like juicing in, Mal- in like Malibu River. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's all going to work out. It's going to be fine. We just oh my have to gosh. get through this like weird Charles period. Okay. So I know that this is just like, you know, we don't want to talk about sad things too much because we're all grieving, but I just thought that like, okay, an amazing like teen adventure novel would be called Monarchs in Montecito. Right? Right? Laura, Laura, yeah. please tell me you will, ri- you will write this. <laughs> <laughs> in Montecito. <laughs> I see, I can see the cover right now. It's like a uh, uh, crown jewels yeah. and like a chicken coop. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like it's like Charlotte comes to visit her like hippie her hippy dippy yuppie like organic cousins. <laughs> Yeah, and they like all drink juice and talk about crystals, and yeah. it's great. Yeah, it's like crystals and corgis and chickens. <laughs> oh my god, so good! Oh yeah. Well, we, you know, I think we've really helped the people process their grief. <laughs> I hope we have because it was a sad day. And, and you know what? I'm gonna say I've been watching hours upon hours of coverage on the BBC and CNN, and never once did they talk about astrology. They didn't really talk about the corgis. They don't have any plans for the corgis in California. <laughs> no. Well, then thank goodness we had this chat. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, as we segue back to, like, the horoscope portion of this, we do want to say King Charles III, so weird to say, he's a Scorpio. <sighs> I, Laura and I looked this up before we started recording, mm-hmm. and, you know, it was really devastating to me because... 
the Scorpios get so much hate as it is. Mm -hmm. Truly, we did not need this. No, we did not need this. Um, But Alex, sorry to bring it back to one more thing. The thing, the one thing just to lift your spirits back again, since I dampened them with the King Charles Scorpio thing. I want everybody to know that I live nearby the Queen Elizabeth II September 11th garden, which the Queen opened in 2010. It is a memorial to the victims of 9-11 that were British. Um, and today they set up flags in a memorial. And I they pointed, I got, I went over there and I laid some flowers. And this very handsome man named Daniel who like works for the park. And then they pointed out a tree that Harry planted because like Harry's been there. Queen's been there. My friend Luke remembers when the Queen was there because the whole block was shut down. Um, and I got to leave some flowers and then I got interviewed for on the 11 o'clock news. So like, it's going to be like Anderson Cooper and me <laughs> like, talking about Queen Elizabeth on TV. So even if, thank goodness. Charles, yeah, exactly. So, and I didn't talk about Charles at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. I am starting to feel like we potentially need to do an entire episode on the horoscopes of the Royal family. Yeah. Now that we've discussed this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I hope everyone is doing okay. Today was like a big day. Very, yes. Very big day. Very big day. <sighs> okay. So let's talk about what we're all here to talk about, which is Susan Miller. All right. So Susan Miller, she, okay. So this is how you knew the, you know what, this is how we should have known that the queen was going to pass away is because Susan Miller was basically on time. Yeah, she was. It was quite a shock. Yeah. Quite a shock. So I think it was the second of September that she posted. So yeah, she was then like very early in the day. So um, the horoscopes were on time. And then the note from Susan Miller was, uh, just one big shill for NFT. So she's still in the Susan Miller stars NFT camp. Um, I looked on OpenSea where you trade NFTs. It does not look very promising. And there's only been about five sold from each Zodiac sign, which is like, you know, maybe 60 to 70 have been sold. The big perk is that you get to be part of like the discord server and she's doing ask me anything. And she seems very into it. So she's having a good time. Um, I just don't know what her goals were because there's 12,000 available and um, it's not, it's not a rocket launch is what I would say, but I don't know. There's still time. It's not a rocket launch. Yeah. And truly this entire note was just devoted to what she's talked about before with the NFTs, which is like, you buy this NFT, it's really great. You have the artwork, but yeah. then also, as Laura said, you get to do all these other things, but Clearly, it's not enough for people to be buying. Well, I mean, and I, I had wondered when she launched them, like what the circle of NFT buyers and the circle of Susan Miller fans, and then the Susan, and then and then the other circle of Susan Miller fans who also would like that style of illustration, and where they overlap, I don't know that they really overlap very much. It's a very thin line. Um, I did was looking at some of the NFTs, and I think they did a the thing where they kind of randomly generate like the characteristics for each of them because there's one with like very fashion I thought it was like alphabet for a second it was like very fashionable dark hair but her skin was green <laughs> I was like oh that means that like the AI robot takes different characteristics and makes um like an illustration from that and and like and so some part of the fun of NFTs is when you get something like that it's just a little bit oddball like sometimes those are people's favorites but I was like it looks so like not the Susan Miller illustration brand it was like alphabet alien NFT <laughs> Yeah, no one wants that. Like some of the, I, like, like like some of the in some NFT camps, like those kinds of things would be like rapidly popular, but that's because it's like for a specific like 
audience is looking for something like quirky or like, you know, kind of um, wrecked like that. But the Susan Miller, like high end fashion art like for Vogue is not into Alphaba. <laughs> no. And the only part of the note that I thought was kind of interesting, which she probably said when she was trying to sell, the, sell us the NFTs mm-hmm. last month, mm-hmm. is that like she always cites like high end brands that yeah. also do NFTs. I know. It's very interesting. And again, we've talked about before that Susan is really kind of like obsessed with the fashion and like high end fashion. And so she was like, I have this great collection of NFTs. A lot of companies um, do NFTs like Gucci. Yeah. And which is true. But like they, but they have a specific brand recognition. Like I think the hard thing is that like a horoscope for Susan is um, a written media. And then she has these calendars that she makes, which are visual media with like the calendar has some horoscope dates in it, but like she doesn't have that strong of a visual brand. Like her website is not, her website is very specific. So you recognize it because it's got her little like kind of old school style on it, but she's not like a recognizable, recognizable visual brand, except for like the pictures of her. Like I was just going to say, yeah. she's not a recognizable, visible yeah. brand, which yeah. is why she is constantly telling us, yeah. look for the photo of me in the white blouse. Exactly. Exactly. So you're like, oh, it's, it's if it's Susan's product, it's going to have her in the white blouse or the red dress. So, yeah, but you can't make a thousand of those NFTs. Yeah. So, yeah. So overall, the note, honestly, this month, kind of a disappointment. A disappointment. Um but yeah, so the NFTs are still a, th- a thing and uh, we'll just see how that goes. Then on Instagram, she posted how that she has some new beauty boxes available. Um, and and I'm sure she'll tell us more about those later. And they did have a, a preview of fall 2022 and a preview of fall of 2023 in that box. Um, we weren't very impressed by the presentation, but also we were distracted by the queen. So anyway, Susan Miller Businesswoman is working hard. And also on her Instagram, she's been promoting her new moon app, like where the moon is void or not. So, Right. That's yeah. right. She's yeah. got a lot of irons in the fire. Yeah. So Susan Miller, businesswoman, is working very hard. Um, we are not going to have hot takes because in deference to the passing of the queen. Um, so should we get into the Virgo horoscope? Happy birthday, Virgo. Happy birthday, Virgo. Okay. So here's what I want to do for the Virgo horoscope is one of my friends is a Virgo and like just on the cusp of Virgo season starting, she texted me that she got a new really fancy job working in the writer's room of a new Hulu show that is like produced by Ellen Pompeo, Miss Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. It's like an amazing job, an amazing job. Her name is Adrienne Dawes. We're very proud of her. Um, She did say thank you to me for letting her have my HBO max password because it helped her like study up on all the shows she needs to watch. And I was like, Wow. I'm like a fairy godmother, basically helped you get this job. Um, so I read the whole Virgo horoscope, like from her perspective, it was like, oh, spot on. Correct. It was spot on because the pull quote mm-hmm. from this horoscope yeah. was literally, your career is now on fire. Yeah. Yeah. You are about to see your reputation climb to new heights. Between now and the end of March 2023, there will be no stopping you. So you know a Virgo who is exemplifying yeah she's living her best virgo life right now and she like had to move to la like very suddenly and find housing and i don't know all those la things you do um yeah so um yeah so i pretty much read the whole thing being like yeah this is perfect for her it was like 
Um, there are financially generous months ahead um, to help you celebrate. That new moon is going to be your ticket to getting a bright new path. Um, she, and then Susan Miller says, sometimes I tell you how to use the month's new moon for best results, but you should use this powerful energy, this new moon, to take a step towards grasping that desire. Astrology is all about timing, and it's your time to take a big or little step. The point is to get closer to realizing your dream. So any other, like, Virgo's having a good month, I hope that you are because my friend Adrian is having a great month. I really enjoyed when Susan asked to the Virgos, what dream is in your heart that you would like to advance, dear Virgo? Mm -hmm. Think about that, Virgos. What dream is in your heart? What dream is in your heart? Because wow. this is the time to make it happen. She, I mean, this was a very positive horoscope and yeah. great things for career, great things for money. I mean, yeah, and it was like, oh, alert. you might you might need like a partnership, so you might need like a lawyer or a bookkeeper or an agent as a business partner, like all, like all of these things are like rocking your career here. Yeah, and then yeah. um in terms of love. In terms of love. Mm-hmm. Fleets of Cupids. Fleets of Cupids. Fleets of Cupids. But Susan was also like, this could be about creativity. So like, it could also be like business partnerships, but yeah, Fleets of Cupids. It's true. But she actually did say Fleets Fleets of Cupids. Cupids. Yeah. And and not everyone gets that. No, no, no. So it was was a Fleets of Cupids sighting. Yeah. So she said this month, Venus will be your best friend. For she will tour Virgo for the first time this year from September 4th to September 29th. And don't worry about Merc Retro because Virgo is just going to trump that. And it's just going to come in with the fleets of cupids. And because it's Susan, she says that you should, you know, do what you can get new clothes, which she recommends buying on your quote, favorite internet sites. Oh, yeah. Great. So buy your new clothes on your favorite internet sites. Ask your stylist for advice on how to wear your hair. Whiten your teeth yes there's a lot of like venus getting ready for venus yeah yeah um, so my favorite part that she said about like getting new clothes because she meant she meant she there was a big thing about this in taurus but she also mentioned in virgo and i was like oh pro tip pro tip even though mercury will be retrograde retrograde you can get ready for the new season just save the receipts if you later want to make an exchange keep the receipts and like there was a lot about this for taurus as well so i made sure to note virgos keep the receipts Okay, she said the same thing for Scorpio. Okay, and wow. I wrote, okay. I wrote many times in the margin, practical advice. Practical advice, yeah. Practical advice. Keep yeah. your receipts. You Keep don't know receipts. when you're going to want to return something. Keep the receipts. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. Um, okay, so very positive horoscope very for positive. Virgo. Just like a lot, of, say- a lot of money and a lot of job stuff going well. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, And Fleets of Cupids. Mm -hmm. In terms of negative things, Mm -hmm. she said, you need to stay away from October 30th, the date Mars goes retrograde. Yes. So, you know, she often says these things like get everything done before then because you don't want to do anything then. So try to make it happen (coughs) sooner rather than later. I guess I would say. Or just avoid that day. Yeah. 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 Um, I guess also there's an eclipse. Oh. I don't know. 
Yeah, that got I a little unclear. It felt like Susan yeah. wasn't ready to talk about that, but she felt like it was one of those things where Susan's like, oh, something's coming to the line, I should warn you. But then she's like, oh, wait, I'm not ready to talk about it. Yeah, because she didn't really go into it at all. And yeah. it's not in Scorpio. Yeah. So. Unclear. I don't know. I um, think it was very positive. It was very positive, especially Mars and Gemini is going to spend seven months in the Virgo's House of Honors Awards and Achievement. Um, so Mars will give you determination to aim for a top position and you like, you're going to get paid more. It's going to, if you're looking for a new job, it's going to be really great. So basically all the planets are giving you good jobs and you're gonna make a lot of money and there might be fleets of cupids. So, um, Virgos is a power month for you. For real. For real. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. Virgo. Enjoy and happy birthday, Virgo. Congratulations to my friend, Adriana, her super cool new job. Yeah, that's very exciting. Yeah, Look really at that. Exciting. Horoscope coming to life. I know. Wow. Um, okay, so Taurus horoscope. Okay, my fellow Taurians, it's good. But the first thing that Susan wanted us to be rem- mindful of is that Mercury will be retrograde from September 9th to October 2nd. That was just like the first thing she said before she could get anything. Um, she says that Mercury is going to be retrograding in Libra in our workaday sector, so there might be a lot of work delays or like um, – but you should view them as opportunities to do better on things that you've been assigned. Like you can take your time. That has not really been true for me, but I'm like, okay, fine. Um, and she says if that if there are delays, they will benefit you because you can like double check all your work and pay attention to details um, and be very deliberate because that's how you keep Mercury in check. Um, and then on September 23rd, Mercury is going to retrograde into Virgo, but that's good for us because it's our, in our, retrograding in our fifth house of creativity and love so you might return to a creative project you to put aside earlier and now you feel like this is a better time to do it so like okay that's interesting um she, but she did want to warn that supply chain delays might um, mount and become like more difficult so like kind of the way where she tells you to prepare for mercury retrograde she wants you to prepare for supply chain delays especially starting october 30th so get like your orders in early Okay. Yeah. I feel like Susan was really burned by supply chain issues. Well, because her calendar, she couldn't she couldn't reprint her calendar because of the paper. Exactly. So I feel like she dedicates like kind of a lot of time to yeah. supply chain issues in yeah. his horoscopes, but yeah. I understand why. Yeah. Um, pause one second. Sorry, Alex. Luke's texting me and I think that somebody saw me on TV. <gasps> Oh my God, I'm on TV. Oh my God, what? They said it'll be on 11. Okay, I'm taping it. We'll be done by then. Yeah. Oh my God, were you like in the, like, but he's taping the TV. Yeah. Can you hear that? Oh my God. Laura. I made the like pre quote stuff. Oh my God. Superstar. I might not edit that whole thing out. Everybody, we're keeping that in. <laughs> I'm on the news. <laughs> my friends have me thinking I'm on the news. Okay. <laughs> okay, but you're not only on the news, you are on what yeah. they use to get people to, to watch, to watch the, the news. news. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. We're not we're not editing that out. Okay. Everybody, welcome <laughs> to me finding out that I'm on the news and then the Taurus horoscope finding out Taurus is in the news. Okay, but listeners, this is not the first time Laura has been on the news. No, I also don't know if they could actually hear that through my mic, but if you could hear it, they can hear it. Yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully, yeah, hopefully. 
That doesn't mean it's any less exciting. I just no. want everyone to know that this is not the first time. Long yes, I've been, been on the news before. I'm like, now I'm actually really good at getting on the news because I know how to talk to the camera guys. So then they're like, oh, can we interview you? Because like, I'm not running from them. So that's how you get to be on the news. <laughs> You'll be like, what's going on? And then they're like, oh, I live no beer nearby. They'll be like, oh, do you want to be on the news? Like, yeah. <laughs> I just feel like you're the neighborhood authority. Like, first you were the, so- the Soho I, authority. The so now authority. you're the Fight Eye authority. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, what do you need? <laughs> Okay. Anyway, Susan Miller was burned by supply chain issues, which is why she keeps talking about it. This is this is such a funny show that we're having today because like the queen. I just feel like thank you for listening. (laughs) Yeah, thank you everybody for being here. What are we doing? That's all I can say. Thank you to those of you who are still with us. (laughs) All right. So. Susan made a big deal about the the new moon that happened last month, August 27th, and just wanted us to be aware that, like, an old flame might resurface. I'm just telling you guys that in case it did, but um, I really was kind of, like, not impressed to listen to anything about last month when we were well into this month. Um, But she did say that uh, the new moon of September 10th, um, you might notice that you have, like, a lot of expenses coming up, especially if there's, like... um, creative stuff happening you're just going to be putting a lot of money but like it's good because it's for like things that will be good later but you might have to put a lot of expenses now so i just want to warn people about that um and then sorry wait where was the thing okay then she said okay um (laughs) sorry let's just take a second here um Susan was talking about the new moon in September 25th in Libra. And so Venus is going to be prominent. So that's very good for us Taurus people because of Venus. Um, And she said there's going to be a lot of surprises. So there might be something to do with luxury. Like you might have to like design something or it's going to be like something with like makeup, skincare, hair products, beauty items, lingerie, fine champagne, imported chocolates. Like there's going to be something with luxury items that like might come up and, and you'll have to like be very involved with it. She was very excited about this idea for us um and then when venus goes into virgo this is gonna be very good for our fifth house of true love so she says um september 4th to september 29th is gonna make us hauntingly memorable and irresistible hauntingly memorable Memorable. yeah right i can't wait totally um okay and then this is my favorite part of the horoscope i'd label this section pro tip (laughs) She says, you can shop for new clothes for the coming season while Mercury is in retrograde. I think you will find exquisite things to wear this month. Keep track of all receipts, placing them in one place and one envelope in case you want to make an exchange. I have found the world belongs to people who hold on to and file receipts until they are sure they love the purchase. Life is so much easier when you have receipts. is allowed to be whoever Susan wants to be, totally. but that is no longer an astrologist. Yeah. That is just a person giving advice. Yeah. This is pretty good advice. That is not astrology. No. And that was like basically how she ended the thing. So I don't know. It's a good month for career. There's like, you might have spent a lot of money on a project. There's some, we're going to be hauntingly memorable. Like Venus is going to be great. Don't worry about Mercurio, but keep the receipts. Keep your receipts. You might be like dealing with some kind of luxury prod- yeah. product, but keep yeah. your receipts. Yeah. 
She never disappoints. She never disappoints. Uh, wow. Okay. Well, Scorpio was very interesting as well. Yeah. Let me let Give me tell you all about have, it. Tell us about the Scorpios. We're having like what a what a month. <laughs> what a month. So this is for all the Scorpios out there, I guess, including King Charles. King Charles the third. <laughs> yeah. All right. So she starts the month immediately by saying that this is a very social month. A lot of social opportunities. And she acknowledges the fact that the Scorpios generally like to keep to themselves. They like their alone time. They are very private. But she thinks that this is going to be a very social month. And you know that you might enjoy it more than you think you might enjoy it. Um, So she says you may have joined a group or like a club or potentially you were helping like a political candidate get oh, elected. Wow. She okay. just could have been doing a lot of things. Um, but she thinks that despite your Scorpio tendencies to stay at home mm-hmm. and to take a bath mm-hmm. and be by yourself, you might enjoy getting out there into the world. Um, <sighs> so we'll see. I mean, you know, the jury's still out on that. Yeah. I'm not okay. totally yeah. buying it. Yeah. Um, So she says the full moon in Pisces is due to be enchanting one of your favorite full moons of the year because it's in your fifth house of true love. And so you are potentially receiving shimmering positive vibrations from the planet of unexpected developments, Uranus. We'll see. I was, I was a little skeptical about that. I was more intrigued by the next line, which said, this full moon falls on a Saturday, so you may be invited to a breathtaking event. Ooh. <laughs> right? Who yeah. A, even a Scorpio wants to attend a breathtaking event. Yes. Wow. So I think that's this Saturday, and I currently have no plans to attend a breathtaking uh, event. Okay. But, you know, it's only Thursday. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. We'll see. Um, okay. So she talks a little bit about having children. At one point she says something like, you know, be careful basically if you don't want children, because this could be a good month to accidentally. <gasps> have some yeah. There was like a lot of stuff about fertility in Taurus as well. It's a very, yeah. a very fertile time. Yeah. She said the ancients looked at the fifth house as a house essentially devoted to all sorts of activities relating to children. But she says now in modern times, we know that that could relate to a lot of other things in particular, like creativity Mm -hmm. and things like that and Mm -hmm. your imagination and all that stuff. So maybe you're dealing with an artistic project, something like that. Yeah. Um, So it's all very good things. But then she says, with Mars as your ruler, you will notice life slow down noticeably when Mars retrogrades. Then she says that she talked about this a lot in the August report to Scorpios. And then she takes like a two paragraph break to talk all about how you can find your um, horoscope for the previous month on astrologyzone.com. And she gives like full on Susan Miller tech support about that. Wait, that's so interesting because I feel like we can only like you, you, it's if you ever want to find a past month, it's really hard. You can find the one just previous, but like you can never find anything further back. 
No. And that yeah. seems to be the game. Like she yeah. wants you to be able to find the previous one, mm-hmm. but it's clearly not interested in more than that. Okay. Wow. So she goes on this weird tangent about that. And then she starts to talk about money. And I just got to say, she really delivers with a list here. Wow. Okay, great. So I'm not going to be able to do the like micro machines speed yeah. reading of it, Yeah. but I would like to read it anyway. Please. She says, the eighth house deals with all kinds of funds, credit cards, bank loans, scholarships, student loans, university financial aid, inheritances, wills and estate planning, venture capital, commissions, cash advances and royalties, bonuses, mortgages, tax payments and refunds, and other funds like these outside of regular salary and savings. Wow. That sounded like a bank commercial, like with all the products that they have. Yeah. Yeah. So she covered a lot of things there. Basically, if anything happens to you regarding money, Scorpio, Susan told you that it wouldn't happen. Um, That reminds me that King Charles has now inherited a ton of money. He sure has. A ton. The end of crown jewels. Yeah. Oof. Awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So she reminds us again about Merc Retro, but then also there's this issue of Mars Retro, Mm -hmm. which she feels like is... um, like Mercury is like the little rascal brother of Mars. Mm-hmm. And so Mercury is like beating Mars to the punch of going retro, but they're all going retro. So it's just like kind of crazy, but actually it's not crazy. It's that everything is going to like slow down. And oh, she actually goes okay. into this like very detailed description in Scorpio about like actually how long the planet is moving. I don't know. I like was kind of bored to be totally honest. Um, but she says when he's starting to retrograde, he will be moving so slowly. It will take him 18 days to go one degree. Yikes. You will be walking through glue with the rest of us. I don't know. Wow. Okay. So things are going to be moving very slowly. Um, it's not going to be that exciting, but then she does say, when Jupiter goes direct in Pisces, you will have your most sensational period in the second part of the year. And it comes between November 23rd to December 20th. So more on that later, I suspect. Okay. Yeah. So she ends the horoscope by kind of going back to what she talked about in the beginning, which was the social element. And she said this month is going to be really a lot about friendships and having fun with your friends, which I always love to hear. That's great. Um, yeah. So I really enjoyed that. Of course, I don't really understand because she did talk about romance as well. That it would be like really good for romance this weekend. Okay. Um, but it seems like Scorpios, you've got a good month coming. Have fun. Go out. I can't believe she didn't say this, but I'm just going to say it. If you get an invitation, say yes. I mm. feel like that's what Susan usually yep. says. Yep. Yep. Well, agree. You know? Yeah. So, so enjoy that. And have a good September wow. and you know at this point when you'll be listening to this we'll already be in Merc Retro so don't buy electronics keep in mind yeah. that communications are kind of strained get ready to potentially like run into people who you haven't seen in a while all that crazy stuff and don't get any like big plastic surgery right now like during Merc Retro right 
Keep, keep your yes. booties. Yeah. Even though Venus is going to be doing good things, don't do it. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's not worth the risk. Yeah. Not worth the risk. No. Like, and no, like crazy haircuts or anything. No. 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 Wow. I think, wow. We just covered a lot. The queen, astrology. I'm on the news. Wow. What a day. <laughs> what a day. <laughs> the corgis in California. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for sticking with us, listeners. Yeah. Oh, God. What if I just started this massive rumor that like the corgis are going to California and people don't know where it came from, but it's just like our two listeners are going to tell everybody. <laughs> Let's get this going. Let's get this going. Happy in I think it sounds so nice. I think that's what the healing the family needs. <laughs> they can run on the beach. Yeah. They're a great time. Oh, they would just love it. They love it. Um, okay. Well, everybody, thank you for listening. If you have anything you want to share about the queen or astrology or corgis, you can email us at astrologyzone at gmail.com. Um, you know, if you have any secret tacky feelings you need to talk about. <laughs> regarding yeah, like, we don't judge. We don't judge. If you have some feelings on Royal merch, you can let us know. <laughs> um, and otherwise we will see you next time. Thank you for listening. Thank you.